0: hey it's mother funny time with andy and angie two cousins eight kids one grandkid two states and a whole lot of fun Woo! welcome back mother funny tribe it's angie and andy and we hope you're pumped today because <laughs> we're gonna talk about sports pump pump, <laughs> pump it up pump that winning
1: spirit up right is that how it goes didn't you ever do that as a kid keep keep
0: keep it up keep it up uh yeah we had chance but I think they were mean it was the you know it was the 80s Oh, right. we were mean back then okay so today we're gonna talk about <laughs> I the was life thinking of like being a sports it wasn't ever
1: like the going back to those cheers like we are proud of you say we are proud of you hey <laughs> hey hey we
0: are proud of you that's after the game <laughs> That's after the game. During the game, it's very much like, we're better than you. You guys are stinky. (laughs) (laughs) Just to sum it up. Okay,
1: so So. what are we talking about, Andy? I cut you off. I know. I got into my sports cheers. I got so excited. (laughs) Remember the tunnels? (laughs) Like you would run through the tunnel, like the parents would make the tunnel, and like the kids would run under the tunnel. Or like they did the hand claps, the parents would make like a U shape and the kids would like run. Okay,
0: here's my question. I'm. We have to start off right <laughs> away since you're bringing this Sorry. up. You're definitely not talking about back in my day. Oh. Maybe in homeschool day. In
1: this my was day. In soccer. It was like homeschool no, okay. soccer. Okay, yes, homeschool soccer, but also <laughs> like traveling. Like I traveled. I played travel soccer also. They called it tournament back then.
0: What was your day like? My day was like parents maybe showed up.
1: Oh, yeah. Not a lot of parent involvement. That was different. Yeah. They weren't making a tunnel. That is different.
0: <laughs> there were no tunnels. I When you're talking like whatever this language is, I don't even know. I know today, that's more today sport. Okay. But back in my day, that is not how sports went.
1: Was anyone there giving I you oranges even- at halftime? Remember that
0: was a big deal, like the oranges? Like you brought... Yeah. You brought like somebody had to bring snacks. Maybe. I don't even know if we got snacks. See, we had a different life. We had different. (laughs) I mean, I did one travel ball season and it still was not like that. Okay, so I don't I don't know what to tell you. We're not even that
1: far apart in ages, but clearly different cultures of parenting happened there was a huge cultural (laughs) shift within those five years there was a shift (laughs) sports
0: yes yes it must be that yeah no we had and I know even Chris like his sports it was the same thing like I think his parents went to one game and he played for years so it was different different times but we've changed but I love how like (laughs) You come up with all the fun. Remember how you just said we're <laughs> proud of you and all the parents got together and made tunnels for us? <laughs> I'm like, no, it was nitty gritty in my day. We were out for blood. <laughs> no parents were around. We, I mean, parents, parents would come here and there.
1: There was a coach was sometimes.
0: You played in the there mud in the dirt and the rocks. <laughs> Bullying was accepted. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yes, it was. Not everybody got a trophy back in the day. No, no. There was no crying. (laughs) Yeah, but yours sounds magical. It sounds like you had a magical soccer team time.
1: I did enjoy playing soccer. And I guess we should tell the Mother Funny Tribe, we are talking about sports moms today. What's interesting is It used to kind of be called like soccer moms. And that was kind of like, oh, it's a soccer mom Mm. thing. Then it switched to sports moms. But I don't even like that term. And Andy, you're really good at coming up with terms. I'm hoping you can come up with a new term. Mm. Because as I was getting ready for this podcast, This one's sports mom. See, this is the competitive side of me coming out. I'm like reading this article, and it's all great and all good. And then the mom's like, so, you know, this doesn't only apply to sports moms, though. Like, if you have a daughter who cheers, then be a cheer mom. If you have a daughter who dances, then be a dance mom. And I'm like, whoa. Cheer and dance are sports, too. Like, she's separated out cheer and dance. Like, lady, have you seen the football games? Those cheerleaders are on their feet dancing the whole time. Those football players get to sit down. They're not running the whole time. So it kind of was like, oh, okay, little wrestling mom. I get it because her son wrestled and she was all about (laughs) how her son wrestled. Good article. Awesome advice. But I was like, oh, the divide was there. Be a cheer mom. So I thought maybe we could figure out a new term because extracurricular activity mom is too long like that because mm. think of those band moms like what those band kids go to like there is so much practicing they're practicing in the summer they have to learn not only the instrument but the marches and the time or theater parents they're actually making the sets and the scenes so there's a lot to being a theater parent so that this could actually be more like extracurricular activity mom i just don't know how to say that because it's so broad, but it's still our kids being involved in something other than school, and we're still parenting those kids who are involved in those extra activities.
0: Back in the 80s, we would have called them involved parents. <laughs> <laughs> involved mom. Now it's expected. You're expected to be involved. <laughs> I know. It was volunteer. that It was just more rare back in my day. Um, yes. So you're right. I I think it's funny that people would question whether dance and cheer are even a sport because the physical like requirements to do what they do is insane. If you've ever seen cheer on Netflix or if you've ever watched Dance Moms, which I did, those kids like have to do so much and it's, it blows my mind. But we're talking about moms today. So we're talking about the moms and what the moms go through. Today. <laughs> it takes. And, and if you watch Dance Moms, you'll see that those moms have to give up. Well, they don't have to, but they do. They give up, like, a lot. Like, sometimes they had to give up careers. Sometimes they gave up um, even living with their families. Like, they moved to be where their kids, like, could dance. And, I mean, I know that's extreme dance momming, but... When you're a sports mom, you are wherever the sports take you. And if you have multiples, then you're all over the place and you're having to coordinate rides and who can be at what, because you don't want to have like two parents at one game and no parents at the other game. So then you're trying to like split up who goes and sees what. I remember my kids were little. I had three kids and three sports and... They were in, like, everything happened at one night in different cities. That's the worst. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) How do we do this? So that, but we played, we didn't play super competitive sports. My kids, not until Shiloh was in um, high school, did we play super competitive. It was more like rec or whatever. So I can't imagine being in... Like really competitive zone with multiple kids. That's it's just you live you live in your (laughs) car you
1: do and
0: in auditoriums. (laughs) That's and on benches you live on benches in cars and auditoriums. I think one thing you're
1: saying is sacrifice, like that sports parents. Or moms have kids in extracurricular activities. It's the sacrifice that those (laughs) moms are making for their children. Because did you know there's actually like a term sports mom? And did you know like they actually it's defined? I mean, it's a legit thing. Like people take being a sports parent very, very seriously. The definition of a sports parent is a person who never stops doing whatever it takes to complete everything that needs to be done for their child. See also super mom or superhero. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I like it. But I think that's what you're talking about when it's like trying to divide up schedules or you go to this, you know, child's event and I'm going to go to this one soccer game or whatever is just making sure that you get everything done or try to be there or participate or be at all this events. And then there's also like the extra activities on top of that. Parties. Yes! Yeah. All of those type of things. So yeah, there's just so much to being a sports mom. And I think that's partly why we talked about why to do this podcast was to encourage moms. Cause sometimes when you're in it and you're just like driving from here to there to here to there, like, why are we doing this? It's super relatable to people on so many levels. But one thing that is really coming out is like kids won't remember maybe every goal they scored when they played lacrosse, or they won't remember every match if it was a wrestling match, or they won't remember, you know, every dance they performed on the stage, if you're talking dance moms, but they're going to remember that the mom was there. Or the dad was there. Or their sisters mm-hmm. or brothers were there cheering yeah. for them. Like, some of this stuff will fade away. But they'll always remember, like, hey, my mom made sure she was there. Or my mom made sure that all my bag was packed. I had all the leotards. I had the shin guards. I had the soccer balls. Or I had the, you know, lacrosse balls or the basketballs or whatever. Like, my mom did everything she could to make sure my bag was packed, I had the snacks, I had a good dinner the night before, and she was there cheering me on. I mean, that's the root of it, because it's not just, like, sports mom, I'm there at a soccer game cheering you on. It's, like, all this stuff that goes on beforehand, and, like, almost the anxiety that goes on to, like, preparing for that game that moms have, because you don't want to, like, show up and you don't have the right bow, or show up and you have the wrong cleats. (laughs) We went to what, this is Brooklyn's first lacrosse game last fall, and... As she's getting ready and she has like her lacrosse socks on and everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girlfriend, like your shoes are too small. And I literally bought her new cleats two months before, but her foot just grew like two sizes. And we had to be there at 9 a.m., so we had to leave at 8. And I'm like, okay, you have to play this lacrosse game. So we changed her socks to make them like super thin. She played that lacrosse game. We had an hour. In between that lacrosse game and the next one, I went up to her coach. I'm like, we're about to go buy new cleats. We literally left that first (laughs) game, drove all the way to Dick's Sporting Goods. I just walked in. I was like, I need when you play lacrosse in the younger grades, you can wear soccer shoes. So I was like, it does not matter the color. Like we just have to get specific soccer shoes that you can wear for this lacrosse match now in like 40 minutes. And we were just trying on whatever we could because she needed them for the next game because she had to continue playing. She had three lacrosse games then. And so even as moms, like we think we have everything prepared because like lacrosse is like the jersey, the stick, the balls, the goggles, some of them wear helmets, the socks. I mean, there's a whole... like. And lacrosse girls, they wear skirts, which Brooklyn was like, Mom, I never wear a skirt. And then the uniform is skirt. So that's like a little controversial. (laughs) So, like,
0: 1950s. It makes no sense. What era are we in? Don't get me started on lacrosse. Parents are involved now. Parents are involved. We don't have to have skirts if parents are involved,
1: (laughs) right? It's so funny. And so she's like wearing the skirt. So even though we had all the pieces, it was like, oh no, your cleats, because your kids are constantly growing, right? So that's the other part of it is making sure you have all the uniforms and everything collected and gathered and in one spot, ready to go to that game. Oh
0: my goodness. There's so many levels. We could talk about this forever. Like, and as you're talking about all of like the things you already have to have on your list, there's always also another aspect of there's a group chat for every team, right? There's a group mom chat. <laughs> and there's always at least the one mom who's a little problematic. <laughs> In the chat. And we're not like, she has her place. Like, problematic mom has her place because she's, she's usually detail-oriented. And then you have, like, the mom who will, like, back her up. And then you have all the rest of the moms who are like, I don't even care. <laughs> and you have, like, it's just a whole fun dynamic with the group chat. But then your phone's blowing up all the time because Martha wants to bring... <laughs> something special and here's the link to buy that for all your girls you've already $30,000 in debt from all your store (laughs) purchases for your sport and then Martha wants to add this on and you need Martha you need her (laughs) I'm just not Martha (laughs) if Martha was my friend then I would support her but if she's not I'm like Martha just let me Venmo you money and you buy it like it's just too much so I gave her a 1950s name even. I know. I you Martha smart the is involved. <laughs> I had to stay away. I didn't want to say like Heather or something that's like more known. You could have
1: said Karen. Anyway. Everyone have, everyone would have been like Karen. But then
0: but Karens Karens are a little older. Not always. I get. There's Karen my age. It's okay, and we're super young. It's okay. You're trying to
1: just cover okay. all the bases. No, I totally get that. And when you have multiple <laughs> kids in multiple sports, that means there's multiple sports apps. They don't just have one app. Like there's oh. so many different apps. Then it's like, oh yeah, you're doing, you know, sports. You okay? But you're on this group me text. But then you're doing. I mean, there's just Team Quest. I mean, I could list them all. Like there's so many. So it's always like checking that. <laughs> And then midway through this basketball season, they actually switched locations because this community center opened up in our community. So it went from like all the basketball games are elementary schools to now all the basketball games are at this community center. So then midway through this winter basketball season, times of games have changed and the location has changed just midway through. It was like, oh, let's just change it all now. So we're constantly checking. Fine. Yeah. But I like to have all that information. I'm not going to ask questions. Okay. Totally off topic. I have to tell you what happened. Okay. Yeah. So we had our whole Valentine's Day podcast, right, last week because it was Valentine's Day. And clearly I have things to say about Valentine's Day. Well, in our district, it's called intermediate school and it's fifth and sixth grade. So whoever's in charge of intermediate school, they're still working and they need a little bit more help. So... They didn't plan Valentine's Day parties, but most fifth and sixth graders are in elementary school, or at least fifth grade is elementary school, and they have Valentine's Day parties. So the kids got really confused. So a lot of kids go to school on Valentine's Day and brought gifts for just some friends. So then, like, friends kind of exchanged it. Like, Brooklyn exchanged her Valentine's present with her Valentine, because that kind of goes back to last year. And she brought specific items for certain friends. Well, what happened? was there were kids who didn't think to bring valentines because there's no valentine's day party nothing's organized or kids walked away and didn't get any valentines so then kids are like heartbroken and they're so sad and like even brooklyn saw this boy and he's like i didn't get a valentine and so she's like oh here have these and she starts giving him candy and he's like are you giving this just to be nice to me and she goes no 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 it's i meant to bring you all this candy so she's like giving him all this candy okay so then all the moms like okay we're talking group me this is what reminded me so we're talking about group me okay so now it's this group me thing right and it's like <laughs> i didn't know i was supposed to bring valentine's or my kid was supposed to bring valentine's my child got some another kid didn't they were sad la 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 and it's going on and then there's the mom you want to talk about your martha you want to talk about your karen martha, martha <laughs> yeah. she in. comes in and she's like well, kids should have been prepared if they wanted Valentine's. They should have brought them. They should have t- talked to their, you know, kids, friends, and the parents should have organized this, and this could have been done better, because. but it's all within the kids. These kids are in fifth grade, and they should have known what to do and what to expect. And then another mom comes in. We're going to call that one, I don't know, Martha 2. And Martha 2 comes in, and she's like, <laughs> it's just like sports. Like, sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose, and it's kind of like a learning experience. And I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Like, I just did a whole podcast. Like, I cannot do a whole podcast on this and just sit back and be like, oh, it's a learning lesson. Sometimes everyone gets a Valentine
0: and you don't. I couldn't. Okay. (laughs) To get Angie to go negative (laughs) meant that this was deeply troubling. (laughs) Well, it was. These kids ha- had no Valentine's.
1: I'm going to read you what I wrote Aww. on GroupMe. And I okay. never, ever write on GroupMe because everybody can see it. And it makes me so nervous. Okay. I never, ever, ever okay, write. I like I it, never guys. write.
0: And I <laughs> this is a privilege. This is a privilege right now. I'm so excited. Share it.
1: I'm so sorry to hear about all of this. Valentine's Day is a day for kids to feel loved and appreciated. If kids are feeling isolated, rejected, and excluded at school, then something needs to change. At, and I put the mom's name who started this thread because her child was like (gasps) so sad because they didn't get any Valentine's. I said, at so-and-so, maybe a group of us moms can get together to figure out a solution so this doesn't happen next year.
0: Yeah, girl. I just
1: had to. Mic drop. I had to. And yeah, there's life lessons that come with sports. 100% I agree with that. And we could talk about that another time. But on Valentine's Day, we don't need to learn the lesson that you're not important to someone.
0: (laughs) Sometimes you're just not loved by people. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the world's a cruel place, like in the 80s, when there was bullying and mean chants. And the parents didn't make (laughs) tunnels and cut oranges. Maybe that's where those two moms like live. They lived in your that's, generation. They're probably my age. They're probably 46, 47. <laughs> They've got their own bitterness they're trying to heal from. Clearly. And us moms who are like, we're going to build that tunnel. We're going to do the high
1: fives. We'll have the treats at the end. Do not learn this type of a life lesson on Valentine's Day. No.
0: Look, I support you. I support you, moms, the tunnel building moms. (laughs) (laughs) I love I love that you got passionate about kids feeling loved and we're not gonna take it from the (laughs) Martha. Good job.
1: I totally stood up. Good job. and I don't want to brag, but a whole bunch of people who I don't even know hearted it. Like, you know how you can get like hearted to like it? I got all these likes of
0: people I don't even know. And I was like, okay. Because people are scared. Martha's scared people. <laughs> and that's how they get to do what they do is people are like, I'm not dealing with Martha. And then when somebody comes in and then they everyone starts liking it secretly. <laughs> but is Martha looking at who liked it? And they're like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you with my bad attitude. <laughs>
1: And my. <laughs> well, I'm going to show. My lack of compassion. <laughs> I'm going to show Martha next Valentine's Day when I like plan <laughs> this whole Valentine's parade, <laughs> Valentine's Day party. Your kids will feel loved and accepted and
0: appreciated. <laughs> Take that, Martha. Well, that's amazing. So I think we, it sounds like we can have a whole podcast just on group mees and band and sports you conversation. Yes.
1: Band is the one because that we like, use too. Yes. The band app. Oh, it's all over the place. Yeah, Secret messages. Can- right. Because like you can message people and like chat separately or like, hey, I, you know, you don't know certain people, but then you're like, oh, here's my number because our kids want to have a play date outside of the sport, but you don't want other kids to know because then their feelings might get hurt. It's a whole like culture. This sports app culture. Is that a thing? I think it's becoming something.
0: <laughs> sports app culture. I need to do more research cuz I only had one child and she was in high school. But when we did those, but yeah, I want to talk to my friends cuz I know friends who like talked about these group messages and That's where I got the idea of Martha, because as they're talking about him, I'm like, there's always a Martha. She's always in there. I want to give her a new name, but Martha is what popped in my head. Um, (laughs) And at least the people I hang out with aren't the Marthas, and they're usually complaining about the Marthas or frustrated with the Marthas.
1: Apparently, I stand up to the Marthas. (laughs)
0: So proud of you. <laughs> I never, I would stand up to Martha too. Martha needs to find her place and be corrected. <laughs> and I was just going to say, especially if her child was included in the Valentine's and then she's putting down other kids who weren't included. And that kind of goes with sports. I mean, to bring this back to sports, I remember talking with other sports moms, which here's a whole other thing is having the, moms who are on your kids' teams and dealing with different personalities there. You have the really aggressive parents. You have the parents who don't really care, who kind of show up. You have all sorts of stuff, right? But when you have, like, parents who obviously can't read the room (laughs) and are, like, aggressive, but not realizing that in their aggressiveness, your child they're kind of putting down your child. I don't know if, I'm being kind of vague. So I'll give you an example. Our daughter, she was on a traveling team and her position got filled mid-season by somebody from a better team. And all of a sudden she went from playing all the time to not playing at all. Like heart, well she played like, she went from playing every single game without rest to playing half the game to playing a little bit. And I'm sitting there and like I at the time I was coordinating like get togethers and stuff. And I'm like watching my child like having her position farmed out by another team, which was not fair. Is that allowed? And other parents. I don't know. Like I wrote the team. I'm like, what is going on? Like they had girls who were playing for two teams. And they came and they started to do it not only in my daughter's position, but to other positions. And so I'm sitting there watching this happen to my child and other moms like, you know, kind of bragging on their kids and how they play and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And I'm just like, okay, read the room. Like you guys all know that my daughter stopped getting to play. And then when, when it started happening to other kids, those kids started getting upset and those parents got upset. But you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) It was the whole thing. I'm like, you guys, now do you see? But we're usually really just concerned about our kids and what they get to do. So having that eye out for other kids and being aware other moms might be having a hard time with what their kid is, what's happening to their child. I don't know. That's a whole other podcast, but I'm just thinking about... Aggressive Marthas, <laughs> not realizing that other kids can have feelings.
1: True story in one of the twins' basketball games, and we're talking second grade girls, okay? A mom on the other team got so upset because the ref really wasn't making calls and calling fouls. And it was an aggressive game, it should have been handled better. But this mom, Flipped out on the other team, took off her hat, threw it down, pulled out her hair, and had hair in her hand because something didn't get called. This is a mom. Like, what type of example? A
0: second grade <laughs> are you
1: setting? A second grade team. This is not like. This is rec basketball. Even if- this isn't tournament. This is not, like, select. This is rec. And it's one of those things. Talk about reading the room. Because guess what? All anyone can talk about right now is the mom who took her ha- hat off and pulled out her own hair. Pulled out her hair? Forget the score. Ugh. Like, that's that's what, honestly, that's what everybody's going to remember from this season. Like, time will go on, right? As we'll all move on. We're going to forget about that game eventually. My twins are not going to forget about the mom who threw off her hat, pulled out her hair and was yelling. And
0: pulled out her <laughs> hair. This wasn't even like, there was no like, what do you call it? When colleges cut, like recruiting on the line, <laughs> there was no like scholarships <laughs> no. in the balance, which, you know, when the kids are older, then it is like a bigger deal because of colleges and all that and scholarships. But it's second grade, like. If you, if you have to throw off your hat, pull out your hair and lady, I hope you're listening. Do not go to any other games until you get that under control. <laughs> like, I understand. I don't know what's happened to you in your life and there's some anger issues and you need to deal with it, but like, let's get healing first and then come to the game because I can tell you, I can be competitive <laughs> when I do crazy things I pull myself back I'm like like the time I threw the game at Daisy's head I'm like I can't I'm not allowed to play right now because I I need to time out this mom I mean she needs her hair to grow back the older you get the harder it is to keep your hair so don't go to games (laughs) where you're gonna lose more second graders second grader okay
1: we're running out of time but okay well i think oh. we have so much more to talk about a hundred percent so much more. i think what we're trying to say though is that it does take a special kind of mom to fully commit to the lifestyle that comes with being a sports mom yeah. or an extracurricular activity mom because on any given saturday <laughs> or sunday like there might be those moms who are like relaxing they're catching up on their to-do list and then those of us sports moms we're like going from one game to the next game like you're talking about trying to manage the schedules catch up on everything making sure we have all the sports I don't even want to say accessories I guess it's necessities but sometimes it is an <laughs> their accessory they're jewelry like the specific socks you have to have or like the specific bows yeah or like the hair clips have to match the child's yes. c- hair color because it can't like draw attention to it so that is really like accessories
0: I forgot. I forgot shin guards to one soccer game. Did you? And she couldn't play. (gasps) Yes. I was like, oh, (laughs) that was the biggest fail. And we lived like forty minutes away. That was a fail. And see, why
1: know the sad part about that? That was probably however many years ago, and you still remember. You like because you have that mom guilt. You and that's the extra stress and anxiety. You still have that all these years later, and so moms are trying to like prevent all that happening. But then it does happen. Like cleats are the wrong size. Shin guards are lost. You just have to like let it go.
0: (laughs) But sometimes it's hard. And then how many times? And then your kids, you're like, okay, did you grab your sports bag? Yeah, they grab their sports bag. But they're like, "Uh, where are your shoes? Well, I had them in the sports bag. Did you check they were in sports bag? No, I didn't check if they were in the sports bag. Well, they're not in the sports bag. And then, yeah, just the equipment. The equipment that you need for whatever sport it is, because and especially the older they get, the more precise it has to be or else they're not allowed to play. Anyway, we've got a lot to say. Angie is in the thick of it with four kids in some kind of sport and multiple sports. So... I can't wait to hear more. Yeah. So
1: next episode, we're going to talk about things you'll understand if you're a sports mom. And I combined all of these lists. It's me. So I did take out some of the negative ones because I don't want to talk about those. (laughs)
0: And I didn't send Except it for to Martha. Andy. We'll talk about her all day. <laughs> I Martha on the groovy. If I would make her talk about it, I'd be like, we are talking about this negative aspect because women need to be heard and seen. That's why we have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So I took it out and I didn't tell Andy. And then-
1: <laughs> but this is Sorry, awesome. everyone. Like the list is so relatable to anyone who has kids and any extracurricular activities. So you definitely want to listen to it 100%. But that's on Wednesday.
0: all right till then we'll see you guys later like us share us like us okay dance with us when you are driving your
1: child from event to event or sport to sport turn on mother funny and then tell all your other sports mom friends hey guys when you're on the way to cheer practice check it
0: out it's a super short episode It's fun, exciting. Put it in your, yes, put it in your group me, in your band, in your sports you group chat. If there's a Martha in there, keep (laughs) tagging her until she listens. Oh my gosh,
1: that's awesome. Do that because maybe we'll start to like,
0: I don't want to say. Settle them down. Yes, settle
1: Martha down. (laughs) This is our public service announcement
0: for all the Marthas. (laughs) take chill settle down girl settle down okay we'll see you guys later all right that's all we have time for today we gotta wrap it up unfortunately but just remember you might think you're doing just okay but we think you're doing really great
1: thanks for hanging out with us today we hope you have a great mother funny day please like and share our podcast
0: but please don't tell our moms